if you didn't have the intense passion for it that you have, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't be, I mean, you, well, you could pro you could perhaps do it to get by, but one, you wouldn't want to, and you couldn't even remotely do it on the level that you do it at, because it is yeah. the same as John Mayer picking up a guitar. It is the same, Absolutely. in my opinion, yeah. it is. Yeah, no, it's true. Passion is, is important. And uh, Deepak Chopra, you know, I, many years ago, listening to some uh, lecture he gave, uh, spoke of when, when his kids were young, he just in, in, you know reinforced his children to do what you love. Do what you love. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about all the things that society may project on you. If you do what you love, you will make you will you will you will be successful. You know, and, and success is measured by many things, um, least of which I think is financial. I think that's a resultant. Uh, uh, of, of success absolutely but it's not the core it's not the core um uh oxygen to it it's actually the passion and uh, then the skills the matching to skill set and how how you can contribute to whatever it is that you that you uh that you engage in and uh so and that will get that will that will, you will be successful you know absolutely 100 percent uh, agreed you said that very well and Going back, you said something also very well. You're saying everything very well, but uh, with respect to you touched upon now and this um, now that we're weaving in you and how, yeah. how you do what you have done, what you continue to do, what you do again, um, as in my opinion, in looking at what you've done and in comparison to those in your profession as somewhat of a swan. So uh, you mentioned a little while ago uh, which is very prevalent in terms of now, during this time, this yep. media time, yep. spending more time at home. And in doing so, whether it be someone such as yourself, and then this is, you know, you're constantly thinking about the home, so to speak, and designing it in whether it be a home or an, you know, a beautiful uh, development, such as you mentioned, you've worked on up in Park City. Yet, so during this time, how has that uh, perhaps? giving you new inspiration with respect to either certain projects that you are working on or perhaps the develop an idea for a project that you don't yet have in the works or how, how has that affected you directly professionally? So I, I find it to be a very interesting time on many points professionally. Um, and a lot of it, I, re I revert back to my intuition and my belief that the, the universe always provides uh, an opportunity um, to you know, explore and learn. So that being said, this particular time, uh, when it comes to my work or the work that I participate in, um, it's there's never been a, a point in my lifetime when communities and people feel this uh, consistent and shared need or want to um, be home, uh, to enjoy their environment, to. Um, They've had to put so many people have had to put so many things on pause and and with, you know, with, uh, you know, great thought into, you know, uh, you know, where they are with with their different projects. What I experienced in the first six weeks or so of the, of the pandemic, specifically the lockdown, um, a lot, a, a percentage of clients put holds on things, stop projects, you know, put a hold, wait and see kind of approach, which is again totally understandable. Right. Um, but what I've seen, you know, occur is uh, a return, uh, a passionate return to not only doing projects, uh, but also to uh, 
to make them even better or as, as uh, again, better is a relative term, um, to go explore them even further and, right. and deeper when uh, as to what the, the, the objectives are as well as the, uh, uh, the, the, the desired results. So I'll give you an example. You mentioned Park City briefly. There's a client that I have out in that market that owns an existing uh, condo. In this, you know, three-month period of dialogue uh, during the the pandemic, uh, we've stayed in touch on different uh, some different possibilities. They're looking to buy a neighbor the neighboring condo next to theirs and then gut both uh, to make a five-bedroom, you know, five and a half bathroom um, condo, and it's really meant to elevate how they use the space and use it differently while they look for like the perfect property, whatever that might mean for them to build a house as well. So it's really sort of, it's not a stepping stone. It's not a band aid per se. It's really sort of looking at things, uh, not waiting, you mm-hmm. know, uh, not waiting, uh, necessarily. Um, uh, another uh, project that we're, we're blessed to be involved with is a 210-unit uh, um, multifamily rental complex in, uh, in here in Pennsylvania. Um, it's under roof. It's, uh, it's due to be delivered sometime later this year or early 2021. Um, and uh, in that design, when we did the research, what differentiated that developer's property was the outdoor landscape. You know, there are a lot of rental, high-end rental communities that have come on the market uh, internationally and nationally over the last, you know, 10 years or so, for example. Um, it's definitely a target of audience. And so what we developed to make, to differentiate this particular community was uh, biophilic influence within the design, to bring nature into the building, building nature into the design of materials and also the uh, experience. And the project's been named Elements now, and we're using elements of nature throughout. Now, that just happened to be coincidental prior to the pandemic lockdown. Um, but if, if, if ever a time um, seemed the, to be perfect timing was a biophilic design, it is an area where people could uh, move to that would have amenities that and I'll design all the way through to the unit finishes and styling that is influenced by nature. And it's done in a very, it's not so much about the bu- the building per se, it's more about the integration of nature. So we have green walls inside and outside. We have natural materials that, that oxidize and have a more natural finish to them, for wow. example. So you're know, doing terrazzo floors, which aren't often done in residential uh, necessarily, but using that natural material uh, and buffing it with, uh, uh, you know, grinding it down and buffing the Petrazzo floors, but then doing um, like a natural raw brass liner to divide the the panels. Wow, how exciting. So it's got, so so yeah, so it has some really interesting cue points to the biophilic, but also what a time to be building a building, collaborating on a building with this inspiration. And um, uh, even the outdoor environments, we've done five different varied um, amenity areas outside uh, that really play up the natural form and the mixture of natural elements and materials. So again, to keep you connected to nature, because I think this is another example of what uh, has been influential in design for for recent decades, but never was never more poignant than than now. Right. 
Right. And um, right. Uh, even in the suburban location of this building, it's going to feel special because it connects to its own nature park and wild, wild, uh, wildlife uh, sort of walking trail, that kind of thing. So those kinds of things. So it's an opportunity to even reinforce maybe what we've already been thinking about, but also to intuitively uh, really think about how uh, people uh, uh, respond to nature. Um, I know that you enjoy nature and you're outside often quite a bit with your dogs and so forth. Sort of similarly, that that anchors you. It anchors you to your your oneself and also your sense of place um, and the now, you know. Um, and so I think design can do that as well versus uh, just being entertain visual entertainment. Yeah. Know, being pretty is important, of course. I get that, but functionally, it wants to engage the 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 uh, the consumer or the or the client or or even the designer uh, in a way that um, really reflects uh, something deeper, something more emotional. Uh, and I think that that's that's uh, that's never been more important than now. And so we're 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 finding some interesting projects uh, uh, come to fruition, as well as to further uh, th- further advance, you know, in in, uh, in our experiences. And there's no question that um, you know just uh, the the amount of uh, time. There's only so much cleaning and organizing you could do in your house. Then you're like, okay, well now, how do I, how does this feel? How does it make me feel? How can I make it feel more comfortable? Right. Absolutely. And. You use three words, uh, one of them more consistently, but you uh, elev- elevate or elevated, uh, inspired, and connected. And I, I would imagine, and I'm gathering that from everything you've said, but now as, the, as an artist that you are in your own right with respect to um, creating that, these environments for people, it must be... Uh, and I say that's not making a – this is a, a fantastic out of uh, tragedy, i.e. the pandemic, but it is what it is. But during this time in which people are refocusing and reconnecting or connecting yeah. or just yeah. connecting in general for the first time truly to uh, to their home. You know, as I've said to people, you have so many people in the affluent or luxury world, in our world, so to speak, that – they own a magnificent home in the Hamptons, and they own a second incredible home in Miami Beach, and a third perhaps home in Aspen or New Hope or whatnot. And they love those homes. And you also just said this very well: is and they love those homes perhaps because you know they're pretty. They are on a lot of land. Yet have they ever yeah. really realized? Have they truly ever realized what that home is about? What that what that right. home? And not only the physical structure of the home, but the you know the entire area, the yard, the the acreage, et cetera, so to speak, what all of that has to offer. And so that is obviously happening. The home and design design, excuse me, industry is doing uh, incredibly well, as you know. And so again, I think that must be an exciting time for you as both a business professional, but further as the um, as the artist, in that you're going to be yeah. able to not only inspire yourself and be developing new ideas that you will now that the universe has put that out that you've put that out but further with people really like imagine sitting in your or such as yourself with your magnificent home but say sitting in your home for the first time and not you know you've had it and you've loved it but you've never really looked at it in a way of like really realizing it like almost almost say you've been in love for years and you've had this companion that and you guys are great but all of a sudden looking at them in a different way for the first time and realizing how you love them even more 
and why you yes. love them even more. And so, and, and that I think is so beautiful with respect to what you do in your industry. And again, engaging with people with the home, because the home is such an intimate, uh, an intimate aspect of our lives, a passionate yes. part of our lives and different for everyone, you know, and, and that there's, Absolutely. and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, for the person that, loves their home to be somewhat like a W hotel and very rock and roll. And that's the essence of them. That's great because that's really what it comes down to. It's the right. essence of you, the passion you have for life. And so how exciting right. for you to be during a time where people are, and that's never going to change now. It's, it's something that's almost like it's a Pandora's box that's open for you. And people will continue to explore that more and more, both in the current geographies that they're in, but also as they continue to move into new geographies, you know, people moving to say uh, that have lived in New York their whole lives and they've had the $20 million uh, condo or flat in Manhattan, but now realizing, I don't think I want to stay in Manhattan anymore. And so now I'm moving to New Hope or to Lambertville or to Tewksbury and I want to, or even to the mountains. You know, I was discussing this with Andy uh, Odie up in uh, Vale, who's with Sotheby's there, and we were discussing how there are people that, you know, everyone knows the name Vale, especially in the affluent world, of course, yet they never really would have thought of it as a place to live. Well, now they are, even if they don't ski, even if they don't snowboard, even if right. they don't like to go outside, yet they would put that now perhaps at the top of the list, same as, say, again, a New Hope or Tewksbury, and then within that, they will they will buy or build a home and begin working with someone such as yourself, Richard, and that home will be completely different than the person that is there to have that skiing or snowboarding or outdoorsy type of life. So again, my long-winded way of saying this must be a really exciting time as an artist doing what you do. It is, and I, and I, I think you've said it well that um, you know, everyone's story is similar and everyone's story is different. You know, everybody has a story. So I think it's uh, what's really cool about the opportunity is that it, if nothing else, it, it, it gives the opportunity to, um, to people for people to uh, dig a little deeper, you know, um, spend a little bit more time, like I said, in the present. And, and it's not just about the conveniences that we uh, have been inconvenienced with, you know, or not having. Uh, it's what it has created for us, and it's to to notice when the sun when the, the sun angle is changing, knowing how um, our house feels, our our environment feels at different times of the day, and now through another into a different season. As a matter of fact, right. So that that's all very engaging if you take the time to pay attention to it. And another thing that I think is 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 sort of uh, common or, or or you know can be common uh, as a perspective, especially to the affluent customer, is that our client is that you know when you can't go to those you know all those different properties for a while, not easily, or they're on lockdown. It's sort of like, well, what do I need? And therefore, what I do when you decide what your needs really are, what you think your needs are currently and moving forward, is you want to you want to make them even more of a, more of an experience. Uh, when you take time to to really take in the experience and think about it, you you uh, and we as human beings we want to you know we want to improve it or we want to enjoy it more or we want to make more of the good stuff and maybe less of the less convenient stuff, less less positive stuff. So it's really taking that action, you know, and uh, what design can do is, especially with the exciting time that we're in with technology and how we communicate and, and how we can, um, we can communicate in different markets and different places is that, um, 
we have this great uh, tool to use right now, uh, which it also has positive impact in the uh, uh, the experience. So we do our, our Zoom presentations with corporate entities, for example. Uh, recently did something with Toll Brothers for a project that we're doing for one of their uh, multifamily developments. And it was all done remotely, you know, and um, very engaging, very efficient. And it gave gave more time to the individuals to do other, other, uh, other things besides being in a car, driving to an appointment, for example. Right. Uh, so it's really it's it's reinforced sh- uh, shifts that have already been going on, and it's uh, it's really exciting. Um, and I think that a common denominator is to be able to really tap into what a consumer, what a client is is interested, in, why they like a certain, why they like Park City versus Vale, for example, or why they like Vale more than Aspen. Like for example, what what it is that each you know they're all beautiful places, but we, it's like a borough in, in 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 New York City, for example, one of the five main boroughs. Each one feels different. So mm-hmm. there's a reason why, you know, those New Yorkers, for example, like where they are in, in, in the New York environment. So it's then saying, okay, what do I like about it? Why do I like it? And then what would I, what have I learned that I want to enhance and make even better? So uh, it's it's a great time to collaborate uh, on uh, on visions for the future. Um, and I, I like the idea of as much uh, technological um, integration um but again, not having it necessarily be in the forefront of all the visuals. You know, I, I definitely um, think that flat screen tele, you know, the, uh, LED televisions are great, but I don't necessarily have to see them in every room. And I, right. I only think that I think it's important to understand the, the client to say, well, really one can be uh, visible, but maybe some other other choices are, you don't want them as visible. And and the quantities have changed. You know, um, uh, it, it it definitely is is a shift. Um, just because uh, technology is so readily available, and also has come down in costs of investment quite significantly, it doesn't necessarily mean that you want more of it. It's just that you want to tailor it more to what works best for you. And that's really the kind of a fun part of design as well. Um, and uh, sort of like comparing someone like, for example, that maybe just won the $380 million lottery. And there's something they they were really excited about the first year or two, maybe even five years, how they, how they experience that particular circumstance it will change. I always think it's around the five-year mark. All of a sudden, the prior is like, wow, all that adrenaline, all that stimulation. Right. And again, I'm talking in general terms. Yeah. Obviously, it varies. Uh, it starts to get down to family time. What you know? What's the quality of my experience? Do I have to own it, or do I have to, or, do, or is it renting it okay? Uh, you know, all of those assessments and evaluations take place kind of organically through the experience. So it's really fun to be able to, uh, to guide uh, a client uh, on their journey, whatever their journey is. You know, uh, sometimes we've had clients historically that they want everything they can get, no matter, you know, like they want every feature because their friends have it or they've experienced it. And then they find that after they've had that for a little while, that really they only use a certain portion of it. Right. So uh, it helps them tailor, you know, what their buttons are. What I think in design that is important is um, just understanding where uh, the, uh, the the client's uh, true core um, interest is, whether it's make 
being making it the most beautiful, unique or environment, or is it something that is much more feathered into who they are as people, um, what their uh, what their sort of mission statement is in their life, like what their priorities are, uh, and have it reflect all of that in, in a way that's not necessarily um, giving anything away. It's still a very private experience. But it really pushes the buttons that uh, most motivate them, that keep them the, the most, the, keep them the most happy, the most most pleased, and that's really fun. And, and that does change, you know. And then you get into this uh, pandemic. It, it's you know, it's it's being not tested, but it's being um, it's almost being nurtured in a different way because of. Right, that's um, a great way to say it. Being nurtured, if you look at it as nurturing, you know, the universe is nurturing us if we choose to look at it that way. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, I think that's kind of exciting. And that really speaks to my more my personal philosophy, probably more than my um, my strict like business uh, objective. But it's what I bring to, you know, the experience. And I, I really enjoy it. I have clients that I've had for for years and uh, and uh uh, a lot of new opportunities as well, and it's fun to sort of get to know and continue, you know, their stories because it does change. And uh, I love what design can do because I mentioned earlier that my dad's a scientist, my brother's in medicine, and we have a lot of left brainers, but they're also right brain people. But they're they're led by science in their careers uh, in our family, and I'm like the, I'm considered like the artist, you know, with the school for architecture. I have a technical background, but I'm definitely, uh, I, I definitely oscillate between right and left brain um, uh, thoughts or, you know, paths. Right. And um, so, because you can make something, you can intend on, you may intent on making something attractive, but you have to know the mathematics of it and the technical aspects to it to be able to achieve it, also be able to take it further and then create something more unique because you're testing materials, you're testing limitations on uh, getting product where it needs to be done, craftsmen, all of those kinds of things come into play. And so it's not just about having this idea of making something attractive. It's also how far can you take the resources that are readily available uh, and uh, and and create something together, and it's uh, it's pretty exciting. 